Just let it roll, eh? Just let it roll. Let it roll. Let it roll. Let it roll. No, London Choco Roll. London Choco Roll. London. Eh? London Choco Roll. London Choco Roll. London. <laughs> How does it go? I don't know. London is it chocolate roll or choco? Choco, choco. London choco roll. London choco roll. I don't remember. Choco roll. Na 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 na. Welcome to episode nine. Yes, welcome to episode nine. Hello, my friends. <laughs> is it episode nine though? No, it's episode ten. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> episode. Welcome to episode ten. Hello, my bunny friends. My hello, friends feline. from Singkang. Yes, my feline friends. From feline Asia. friends. Oh, the xiao mao's. Yeah, a feline. Yes. We have more than a few xiao mao yeah. fans now. It's it's growing. I hope it's growing. Do you know we have um thirty followers on um. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why you laugh? You think it's pathetic, is it? Because mm, no. you say, do you know that we have thirty followers? <laughs> hey, Indeed, what, we have thirty followers. Excuse me, what happened to your core desire of enough? I didn't. I didn't talk. I didn't say how big enough is enough. What? How much oh. of enough is enough? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Maybe my enough is three thousand. Oh my god! Followers. You greedy girl. It's yeah. So greedy. Anyway. But so yeah, we have thirty followers. On wait, I haven't finished my. Oh okay, okay. Anyway, okay, okay. You continue. Thirty followers on uh, SoundCloud. That's wow. the first platform we launched in, right? Oh my god! Yeah. And then there is another one which is uh, Spotify. We have wow. thirty-three followers. Really? So thirty plus thirty-three. Sixty-three. If, assuming that they're not the same people, we have sixty-three yes, followers. That's not bad. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Pretty good, right? For a start. Yeah. So thank you, Xiaomao Men. Well, at the end of the year, I think we're going to have target, a lot more. Our target is actually we want to have 1,000 true fans. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what Hopefully, we, we can have 1,000 true fans. Yes, that's what we want. Okay, this is episode 10. And episode 10, we have something epic in store for you because this is something that plagues a lot of people. And a lot of people have problems over this. And this episode is all about how to stop worrying. I think that's going to be a huge episode. It is. So I have How do we even begin. Where do we even start? When do we even stop talking about? Let's start at the very beginning. <laughs> a very good place to start. Yeah, so it is a big topic. We, I want to do an entire episode and we're singing. I, oh yeah, please, please it's sing. It's like I'll, I'll a listen. musical, <laughs> and we start our podcast mm-hmm. and we end it with mm-hmm. singing. Yes, let's talk about tomorrow, tomorrow. I love you tomorrow. tomorrow. Let's talk about how to stop worrying. Worrying. worrying oh my god. Worrying. <laughs> worrying. <laughs> hey, uh, I think a lot of people are <laughs> switching off the podcast already. <laughs> Okay, so don't worry. This is don't worry. Don't <laughs> worry. Be happy. This is not going to be like a super heavy. It's meaty, but it's not going to be heavy. We're going to tackle this topic together with mm. a light-hearted kind of like feeling, and we're going to bring a special light-hearted quality to unpacking this whole issue of how to stop worrying. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Come on. So I have got five pages of notes. Uh, oh my god! You know, I've got a lot of notes. Are you going to thinking about it? And so that's all your notes for today's episode. 
Uh, we, yeah. we only have 45 minutes. Yes, so I have to be fast. Fast, fast. Fast, fast. Okay. okay, why do you why do you decide to do an episode about worrying? Okay, so initially I wanted to talk about, you know, like four tips to have a great relationship. Mm. You know, then I think I was thinking I think maybe it's because of the conversations that I had with some of my clients. Okay. And then they were talking about they're worrying about this. And it's like just the beginning of the year. They're already beginning to worry about the business. The, oh no, the this money. sounds very stressful. Yeah, worrying about this and that, you know, worrying about this this not working, that not working. So I started to think, is there something that I can do to help more people? Who are worrying and then I realized hell yeah everyone is worrying up all the time so you have very good strategies is it I about- do have a tool or a framework and what I tell my clients to do mm-hmm. it's just that I haven't really like written it down so that's why I, I spent an entire day the other day sitting down and going through and writing notes about how can we unpack this worrying thing like what should you do the moment you realize you're worrying so what do you worry about are you a worrier uh, I'm not a worrier. I you have never been? Um, no, I used to worry about a lot of things. And okay. that's because, you know, uh, I shoulder a lot of responsibilities in my family, right? I am, uh, I come from a single parent family, you know? Because it's Shay like that. This is my cat. This is not you, ma. No, 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 oh, no that, was, that wasn't me. <laughs> I need to clarify. We're back to musical cat. mode. Yeah. yeah. Okay. By the way, you see your cat. Why? Kind of like. Why see my cat? Ruffled my thoughts. Oh, I talk, oh, I'm talking about. <laughs> talking about me worrying, right? So yes, I I have to shoulder a lot of responsibility in my family. You know, I have to take care of a lot of people in my family and stuff. And I'm also run. I also run a few businesses. Mm. I'm a boss. So of course, I've got financial worries, about cash flow worries, about business worries. There are a lot of things that you can worry about. Yeah, huh? and then also sometimes, want- like when you have a lump here or there, some growth here or there, and you go like, oh my god, it's going to be cancer. Then you worry, you spiral, and you think about those things. Exactly. There's so many things yeah, that we so can worry about. We can worry. And if we are not mindful, we spend 90% of our energy worrying, right? Yes. And I, that, that, this is a great place for me to um, uh, talk about the definition of worry. I mean, we spend so much time worrying, but do we actually even know what worrying is? Have we really, really sat down and think about it? Okay. So what is What are what the qualities it? of worrying? Mm. Right. So worrying, right, is I love this quote by Eckhart Tolle. Mm. And he says, worry pretends to be necessary. Right. Don't you think it's mm. a perfect d- description for Definitely. what worry is, right? It pretends yes. to be necessary and we do it all the time and we think that we are doing something and, and making the problem go away faster by worrying. But it doesn't. It just makes it like, it's like a spiraling and effect and a record that keeps playing over and over again. But it feels right? so natural to, you know, when there's something to worry about, you feel like if you don't worry about it, mm-hmm you are not doing enough. Yes, and you see, the thing is that if you look at how the, this is biology, right? So if you look at the way the brain works, right? The brain is wired in such a way that it wants to avoid any sense of pain yes. or danger, mm-hmm. right? So worrying really is a mental echo of a fear. Okay. It's triggered by a fear, something going wrong, mm. right? And then you have this anxiety and you worry, right? That's because your brain is telling you, you have some thoughts that's going on in your brain right now that's telling you, don't go there, or this is going to happen, don't do it. If you do this, this will happen. Or, oh my God, this is definitely going to happen, right? Mm. So when we are in a worrying state, usually what's happening is you're living in the past where you're worrying about something you have done, right? Okay. Or regret or whatever, or you're worrying about your future, about a possible calamity that 
it's going to happen, but hasn't happened yet. Mm. Right. So in effect, you are not in present. You're spending your present worrying about two things that you can't control. Exactly. Right? Oh the my past God. or the future. So it pretends to be necessary. Right. And when you are worrying, what are you doing? Actually, if you look at the quality of worrying, it is not just thoughts. It is an active action that you have chosen to do. Right. It is an activity. Mm, and, Except yep. that when you are actively engaged in the activity of ruminating and worrying and brewing that dark storm, you know, in your head, yes. you forget to take real action that will go towards solving the problem or the issue on hand. Mm -hmm. So it becomes an excuse for you not to take action. Right. So like you say, right, sometimes you worry, so it feels like you're giving it enough attention, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're, you're actually doing something constructive because about you're worrying it. You about feel it. like if you worry about it, yes. maybe there's something you can do about it. Yes, so you spend a lot of time, right? So see, so that's why I say that worrying pretends to be necessary. And actually, other than the fact that it is an active action that you choose to do that will not solve anything, it is an indulgent emotion. Okay. Not, is, not only is it not positive, it's yes. extremely detrimental. In, yes. And it's indulgent because you choose to do it for some reason, for some sick reason, it feels kind mm. of like you want to continue worrying. So it's very strange because you don't actually feel good when you worry. No, you don't. But you still continue to do it if you don't have the consciousness or the awareness to Correct. step out of it. Correct. Which is why the very first step, right, after defining what worry is and understanding its quality, the very first step towards when you have a worry um, come up, right, the mm. first thing you do is to get clear, define what are, what is that worry? What are you worrying about? Okay. You have to get clear because a lot of that stress, which is unnecessary that you're feeling, is created by the vagueness of that worry, the mm. vagueness of that problem, the vagueness of the thoughts that you have in your brain that is causing you to have a sense of worry and anxiety. Mm. Okay, so it's a vagueness. So you start from there. Let's start at the very beginning, right? It's vagueness. So to tackle the vagueness, you need to get a sense of clarity around what exactly are you worried about. So an example? An example would be, oh, I'm worried that uh, I will not have enough money to last me through the end of the year. Mm. Okay, or uh, I'm worried that um, I will not be able to lose my excess weight. Okay. Okay, or I'm worried that I'm not going to get that job. No, so what do you mean by getting clear on what it, what it is? Okay, because... Um, how does that help? How does that help? That helps because you can define... So it's not vague anymore. You need to know exactly what oh. you're anxious about. Because sometimes people just worry, worry. And it can be it can be many, many things. You know? So sometimes you mean name it? Name it and also get clear. So again, your best friend is a journal or a notebook and do a thought download. Right. And a lot of times, it's not just one worry. Mm. A lot of worries are entangled. Yes. And I'm not saying that you have vagueness over one worry. I mean, come on, you know, one worry, you can, you, it's either you worry or you don't worry, you know. But usually it's a sense of overwhelm and worry and a yes. lot of things. You're worried about your kids. You're worried about your plant dying because you're going overseas and you're not watering it. You're worrying about your cat, nobody feeding it. You know, you're worried about the mole that's growing bigger and bigger. You know, you're worrying about the tummy that's growing bigger and bigger. You know, it's a sense of worry, right? Yep. So to tidy up all these like, um, messy wires you got to do a thought download and mm. bring them on paper so you can see all the things clearly okay. then you will go like no wonder i have this sense of worry no wonder i feel so fucked up 
because oh. I have all these thoughts in my head. So are you saying that some people, they just feel this negative thing? Yeah, but they worry. They are worriers. But they don't really know why they yes. are feeling that way. Yes, definitely. So writing out clarifies. Yes, and also if let's say there's one thing that is worrying you, write down exactly, okay, if it's health, okay, mm. what about the health that's worrying you? Okay. What about it? Okay, the fact that uh, okay, I'm worried because uh, I'm growing older and I find that my energy nowadays, even if I sleep eight hours, I don't feel recharged. So maybe I have chronic fatigue. You know, maybe I need to go and see a doctor. You know, oh, but I don't have money to go and see a doctor. I, I want to save money. You know, all these well, this things is are the spiral, man. It's the spiral, right? So you need to brain dump it down first. And then, and then the next step is, um, wait, now let me see. Wow, your nose. That is step Guys, one. Um, this is how serious Daniel takes his. His yes. job, not because even his I, job. I really want to help people, right? Mm. And this is the framework that I go through. So is it, what am I worried about, right? Now that you, you have written down what you're worried about, part two is really to think of the worst case scenario. Okay. What is the worst case scenario? So let us let us latch on to an example so that mm -hmm. you can really play this out according to okay. your steps, okay? okay? Okay. So for example, let's talk about the business thing. Okay. okay. Let's say I have this worry like about my business, generally about business, worry about business. So step one is Dan says, get clear about what's worrying you. So I'll be like, okay, what is it exactly that I'm worried about business? I say, okay, I'm going to start a business and I'm not sure if anybody will be interested in my offering. Okay. And then I'm not interested if I can make money. And because if nobody's interested, I cannot make money, then I will not be able to survive to the end of the year because okay. I only have six months savings. Mm. Very super clear. Mm. Right? Okay. Then the next thing is, what is the worst case scenario? Mm. Right? The worst case scenario, then you think, okay, the worst case scenario is I start a business and nobody Buddy likes, entertains yeah, me. Then I have no money. Yes. And then I, that's it. I'm going to be poor. I need I to go back to, to my nine to five job. Yeah. Okay. So that's the worst case scenario, right? Mm. Okay. Or is it like you are going to die? Usually nobody's going to die, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or like, would you have to go and sleep uh, under the bridge somewhere and back mm. by the road? No, it's not. Sometimes yeah. the worst case scenario, you know, is what? The worst case scenario, usually this is the aha moment, uh, get ready. Uh -huh. The worst case scenario really is already happening. Wow. Okay. okay. What do you mean? So, for example, I tell myself, if I start a business, nobody will want my services, right? Guess what? You haven't started your <laughs> business. Nobody wants your services anyway right now. <laughs> it's already happening. So, it's going to get only better from now on. Yes. It can't get that worse. That is why worrying pretends to be necessary. There is absolutely no upside to it. Yeah. You know, I mean, as an aside, right? Like... I worry about like, for example, recently I had this meeting mm. with like a big client. Mm. So we have pre-production meetings in photography, right? So we have these meetings where we meet the client to go through everything. Mm. And I have to present myself mm. and I have to present um, how I want to approach the photography project. Mm. So I worry about this, this this thing. It's called PPM, mm -hmm. pre-production meetings. Mm -hmm. So I worry about PPMs because mm -hmm. I worry about um, whether the client will be receptive mm -hmm. or like, um, how am I gonna, am I gonna do my presentation well? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so usually the, the three days before the presentation, I get very jumpy mm -hmm. and like, oh, I'm very uncomfortable because mm -hmm. I'm worrying. Mm -hmm. And then when it comes to the day itself, mm -hmm. the PPM happens and it's like totally like different from what you envisioned. Yes. Totally different. In that, basically, my worries never turn out the yes. way I imagine them. That is why worry is totally unnecessary. It's so unnecessary. Yes. It's like I go to the meeting and it's perfectly fine. Yes. I do perfectly okay. <laughs> and worrying didn't help me yes. become better at it. Yes. Or worse at and it. And all you did was to suffer. 
Yeah, for three days yes, before my PPM. Yeah, and then the worst case scenario didn't even play out in real life. Yeah, it's completely, it just turns out completely different from what I imagine. Exactly, right? So you see, the thing is, whatever you're afraid and worrying about the worst case scenario, sometimes it doesn't even happen in real life. It's a total waste of most time. Most of the time, it of the doesn't time, even yeah. happen. Or most of the time, it is already happening. <laughs> like, for example, if you say, I like oh, that. Yeah, like sometimes you say, oh, you know what? I'm going to stay single forever. Guess what? You're already single. <laughs> Yeah. Right, like like but go on, right? Like uh, hello, it's already happening. So don't waste that time. Uh, right, don't stop there and continue to indulge in that emotion because you know what? If you continue doing that, then you will you will see the evidence. I think just that insight alone is enough already. Yes. You know, like it, it, you really got your money's worth from this, ep- this, yes, this episode. Yeah, it's a tada moment for everybody. I mean, I put like asterisks around. Yeah, like, around I mean, it, right? like if you worry about not being rich or mm-hmm. whatever, you are at the moment not rich one. Yes, so I wrote down most of what we are worried about is already happening. So it, it can only go up from there. Yes, that is the worst case scenario. Okay. Okay, so that's step, step number two. Step number three is what I say, list the facts of the situation. Okay, so this is where you separate the facts, okay, from the drama, mm. from your opinion, from your thoughts. Mm. Okay, so what are facts? Facts means it can be proven in a court of law, meaning everybody must agree. <laughs> so you cannot say like, for example, a thought is, oh, I'm very ugly. Okay. I, I hate my body. Uh, I'm fat. Body. Yeah, I'm fat. Right. Okay? Yeah. Okay, you might think you're fat, but to someone who is fatter than you, <laughs> that person will not say that you're fat. Okay. So it cannot, that is not proven in the court of law. That is your opinion of yourself. <laughs> Right? That's why a lot of people worry about how they look and whatever, right? It is like even the most beautiful people, sometimes they feel that they look ugly. Totally. So it is, yeah, yeah. It, is, it is subjective, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a thought and it is not objective. It's not a fact. Wow. So when you're able to separate the facts away from the drama, mm-hmm. you realize that all that drama shit that you think. It's all in your head. It's all in your head. And shit. you chose them. Mm. you have a choice and you chose those thoughts, right? So I have some example for you. For example, this person says, nobody loves me. Nobody will love me. I hate myself. Then the conclusion is, I am not lovable. So you worry about yourself, you know, the love, self-love, not being lovable, not being likable, and therefore you're going to be destined to be forever, alone. Forever. forever alone. Yeah, forever alone, right? So these thoughts, all this worry, they cannot be proven in a court of law because these are your thoughts. That is the drama. Okay, so then how do you separate? Yeah. Okay, take away the drama. What are the facts? Okay, so you look at the facts. So you say, facts is, I am single. I have not been in a relationship in the past two years. You stick to the facts, okay? I am not attracted to anyone at this moment. Mm-hmm. So it is very factual. It has no adjectives, no adverbs, no drama, mm. okay? So this distinction is everything because you start to realize that the thoughts, the drama is fueling the worry. Okay. And if you can clean up the thoughts, the worry will dissipate. Does it? It does. Really? Yes. For those people who feel that they cannot change the thoughts, it's because they are so deeply ingrained with the beliefs. If it has be- the thoughts have become a belief. Mm. But really, they are the choices you make every day. Mm. They are not facts. They are your thoughts. So being single at the moment has nothing to do with being single forever. No, the thing is, 
to another person the same experience to another person it might be holy shit I'm so happy to be single I'm single oh my god yay <laughs> for someone who has been very traumatized by relationships being single could be the best thing ever it's the same thing so why is it to the other person it's like oh my god I'm single mm. oh my god I'm lonely that's the drama yeah that's the thought that's the belief <laughs> that's not the fact the well, fact, a lot of people are drama queens yeah, anyway the fact is neutral your fact is always neutral. Okay. The situation is always neutral. Right. What is causing the worry is what you are thinking and how you're interpreting the facts. So we must learn to be less of a drama queen, basically. Yes. yes. <laughs> so you must know that your I'm thoughts- I'm very amused. You're amused, right? Yeah. So our thoughts are our choices, right? And you can choose to make facts mean whatever the heck you want. Agree. That is where you have your power and that's how you change and start to reframe. That's all very well and mm -hmm. good, very logical. Mm -hmm. But do you think that most people can do it? Yes, it's practice. Okay. There is a step four. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. So after you clean up and you know what are the facts mm. and what is the drama, okay, that's when you can make a decision mm. about what you can control, which is the drama. Yes. Not the facts. Yeah. Right. So you see, I, I've mentioned earlier that a lot of people try and control their past, spend mm. a lot of time trying to control their past or trying to control the future. But the fact is, Anya cannot <laughs> one. <laughs> it's not like that when I'm saying that, okay? So the only thing you can control really is what you are you gonna do now, like yes. right now, right? And you see, once you clean up and you know that your thoughts is what's causing that feeling, mm. once you clean that up, you realize that your feelings actually will drive your actions. Mm. So if you're worried, guess what you're doing? You're going to do, you're going to stop doing anything. You're just going to drive inaction or avoidance, mm. right? Or just ignoring ignorance, right? So if let's say you reframe your thoughts and your feeling now is more like, okay, this is what I can control. I can take measurable steps okay i can be responsible for the choices i make in my life guess what your actions will stem from a point of empowerment and positive feelings right now so right. the whole equation changes mm. suddenly that's how you relieve and start to make a progressive measures are taken towards unraveling that problem that the situation will only get better not by the ruminating but by taking actions wow. so we want yep. to make sure that we're motivated enough to take actions towards relieving that the pressure that's causing the worry right mm. but to do that you need to reframe your thoughts so that you will drive the emotion so that you will feel compelled to take the action <laughs> that was a mouthful. <laughs> I need to okay, like, okay, okay. please go back 15 minutes, uh, 15 and then seconds, listen replay. Again. Yeah. You know, I listen to some podcasts, the people I listen to like six times on, you know, the podcast over and over again. Oh, is it? Because I, I, the first time I hear the information is all new. Yeah. So yeah. If you hear it again, then you distill more information and then it starts yeah. to drill in and you go like, oh, this is how it works. Yeah. This, this is one of those episodes. Yeah. So don't worry. You just said, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. It's a mouthful, a marble mouthful. And guys, we will talk about this over and over and over again in future episodes because we will drill this in to you yes. in, in various angles and various ways we will bring yes. this thing up again but i want you to know that this is basically the framework for how you should lessen the worry the, the grip that worry has on your life right yeah okay so stop feeling and acting worried because that is just an indulgent emotion so right? it's completely 
unnecessary. Yes, because you completely. know completely. Because when you're worrying, right, it is burning up resources and fuel. It's all emotional energy. Yes. And then you, the willpower is being taxed. So that's mm. what you're spending your energy on. The worrying, which is unnecessary, mm. that is not going to move the needle. Mm. All you're doing is just sitting there feeling mm. indulgent. So I think what you said about it being practiced is very, very important. Mm -hmm. It's not something that you can just, oh, tomorrow I become somebody who doesn't worry. No, no. It's gonna take yeah. like countless times, you know, of over practicing. Over. Which is why actually I said four step four, right? But in my notebook, I put, I put step four, five to infinity. Uh, see, yeah, see, 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 <laughs> step five to infinity, practice, 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 practice. practice right? Really, it's not an event. It's again, this is not a one-time learn the trick. You can know that yeah. all worries will go away. It's not. The worry will always come because it's 50-50%, right? Mm. But now when a worry comes and you realize that you are worrying, okay, tell yourself, name the worry. Mm. Define the worry. Define the worst case scenario. Now, what's the worst case scenario? How much of it is a drama? What are the facts? Yep. When I separate out the drama, I look at the drama and I go, holy shit, these are all the things I've chosen to believe and think. No wonder I'm feeling worried. Mm. If I stick to the facts only, it doesn't look that bad actually. And it yep. can be interpreted in any way I want. Yep. Right? So then you try and shift the feeling that you have and the thoughts that you feed your brain and the energy will start to shift. And when energy shifts, right, the actions will be driven by the positive emotions. And that's how you relieve the grip of that worry. And then guess what? Once you move the needle, the worry will lessen. Mm. That's how it works. So you reframe it until the worry, every time you have a worry, right? Mm. It becomes like, oh my God, I have a worry. So this yes. time I can do something about yes, it. It's like, like you know, yay. Yes, like, like don't be, because worrying is a fact of life. Okay, it's going to be here in your life until the day you die. You yes. will have worry. But what we're going to do is let's gain mastery over how we handle worries, mm. right? Because we know it's, it's a total waste of time. It's not necessary, right? So once you catch yourself worrying, because it's not going to go away, but let's be smart and let's be efficient in the way that we... Because you know what? Worry sometimes is useful. You want to worry in your life. You don't want a worry-free life, right? Because when you worry, it means something, you're, you're concerned about something and it requires attention, Yes. That's all it's calling out to you. Yeah. But to sit there and simmer and to indulge in a sense of worrying and to feed it monstrosity after monstrosity. About right? things that you can't have yeah. control over, and basically. You know, I was wrong about the worst case scenario. You know what is the worst case scenario other than the fact that it's already happening? What? Is if you think about something, right? Okay, so this is a tool that I give my clients all the time. Like, okay, for example, my clients will come to me and say, coaching moment up, then I can't decide between A or B. Okay, or C. Mm. Then they call it a dilemma because option A and option B both equally good or bad. Okay. You know? So I tell themselves, I tell, always tell them, I say, instead of thinking that one is worse than the other, try thinking about how there is no wrong decision. There will be no wrong decision. Imagine if you choose to do A, it will be successful. Yep. This is the best it will do. It will happen, mm -hmm. right? The best case scenario when you choose A is going to be this. If you choose B, another form will happen, right? Another scenario will happen, but it's also a best case scenario. Okay. So for example, people say, I don't know whether I want to, I can, I want to leave my husband or not. Okay. Then yeah. I say, okay, so two decisions are leave or don't leave, right? What if you believe that if you were to leave your husband, you're going to have the most amazing life? What if you think that if you're going to stay with a husband, you will also have a most amazing life? 
Okay. Both, let's say, if you can reframe and think about it. Mm. Then what, what is the worst case scenario? The worst case scenario is the best case scenario not happening. Mm. The worst case scenario, if you think about anything that you want to do or don't want to do or you're scared of doing, think of the worst case scenario and the best case scenario. Right. right? The worst case scenario is the best case scenario not happening. So are you willing to, are you saying, like, are you willing to give that you up? See, you see, this is another amazing thing about us being um, uh, humans. Uh, we are so weird, okay? Mm. As humans, we are known to avoid negative emotions more than positive emotions that will give us. We, yes. will, we will spend more time avoiding negative emotions, right? Mm -hmm. Than chasing a positive emotion. Mm. So if they have your decision to make, right, when mm. you do a plus minus interest, right, a PMI, and you go like, these are the things I can gain if I went ahead, and, but these are the things that will go pear-shaped if I go ahead, then the good things are good, no, very, very good, no, long list of things that you can get if you go ahead, no. Yep. But then maybe there are some things that, also, that freak you out on the, like, the, the things that will go pear shape. Huh? Then you know what? You give up altogether. Oh. Because we are more prone to avoiding the negative impact yep. as opposed to chasing the positive impact. Mm. So in this case, what I've just told you guys is true. The worst case scenario is the best case scenario not happening. Okay. So it comes at a cost. You know what I mean? Mm. So what worrying does then is it prevents the best case scenario. It prevents us. It cock blocks us from moving forward because it, 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 it's an excuse not to take an action. Wow. Right? So I hope that this is useful because I wanted to unpack the anatomy of a worry and what can we do in a very logical thing that it's, it's not difficult to understand what I'm trying to say, but yeah. it gives you a framework and steps that you can do mm. towards relieving that stress and the grip that the worry has on you. So what I'm not advocating here uh, to wrap this all up is I'm not trying to advocate pretending that the worry is not there. Okay. okay? So it's not avoiding or ignoring, mm. okay? Because avoiding and ignoring a worry is not equivalent to eliminating a worry. It is still there. It's just that you're not paying attention to it. Mm -hmm. It's still there. And you know what? If you don't take care of it, it's going to rear its ugly head some other way. Yeah. Okay? Repression exactly. is the worst. So what we want to do is to bring it up to the surface. Like, shine a light on it. Experience it. Acknowledge its existence. Look at it. Examine it like it's a piece of like, oh my God, what is this worry? You know, it's <laughs> happening again. You know, bring a sense of curiosity to this worry and tell yourself it's fine to worry because everybody else is fucking doing it. Mm. Okay? Recognize that it's just a thought and a feeling which you can change anytime. Mm. Okay? So this is, this is really mind training. It is. It, and yeah. I spend a lot of my time these days because now Doing that. I have everything that I want, right? Mm. And what else do I want to do? I, to, this year is all about leveling up. And Working doing, on your mind. Yes. Yeah. Knowing how to manage my, my brain, yes. my mind. Yes. And first, to manage it better, I need to know that when left it to its default state, that is yes. how it runs itself. Yes. And it really, is there anything more important than that? I don't think yeah. so. So, you know, I asked this question on Instagram, right? Mm. I asked, what is the most expensive, most sophisticated machine that mm. you can buy or not buy? Money cannot buy in this world. It's your brain. Yes. Right? So, you know what? We have got manuals for our Mac. We have manuals yeah. for the phone. But we have no manuals for the brain and how we manage it. Exactly. And we're not taught in school how exactly. to manage the most sophisticated piece of machinery that money cannot buy. I absolutely we agree like what the fuck yeah and you know we do exercise 
to strengthen our bodies mm-hmm. and we think that we can become stronger, right? Mm-hmm. Physically. Mm-hmm. But we never ever think, eh, maybe I can exercise my brain. Exactly. You I can be stronger mentally. That's why, that's why, you know, that's why I believe in life coaches and life coaching and mind coaching, yes. mindset coaching, right? Yes. Because you pay someone to, you know, watch you lift weights in the gym. Yes. But have you even, you know, do you even lift but in the brain. For your brain, yeah. Do you even lift? You don't. You yeah. let it like run amok. But it is the most powerful machine. So imagine, right, you're given the most powerful machine and it can do so much, but you only use 10% of it. Yes. Correct. You know? Absolutely. It's like me giving you the latest iPhone mm. and it's capable of doing so much, but all you are doing is to like stare at it. <laughs> and you're not even using all its function. Maybe you're just using it to make a call. That's it. Correct. You know, yeah. you're not reaping its full potential. Correct. And all is fine if, let's say, that's what you want. But if it, but otherwise, it's also causing you a lot of stress and worry. Mm. I, I, I really don't think that life can be 100% if you don't know your own mind. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. um, I, maybe a, a lot of people think they can go about their lives, right? Without mm-hmm. knowing their own minds. Mm-hmm. But I think that's dangerous. Do you know that your happiness and your fulfillment and how you feel and everything is all in the brain? It is. It's got nothing to do with the external environment or exter- external world, yeah. right? And a lot of people got it wrong. That's mm. why they try and manipulate the external environment to make they make themselves feel complete and full. Yeah. And when you are not able to manage your mind and realize it's it, uh, and understand its interest, uh, idiosyncrasies, you know, yes. and how weird it is, mm. you let it run your life in a default state, you're going to be very, very miserable and there will be very poor alignment. Yes. And you'll be forever trying to fill a hole and a void that is not fillable until you sort out your brain and your mind. Yes. You know, that work that's going inside, that inner work is going to, when you put in the work, right, it's going to set everything right. It's going to have a ripple effect. It's from inside out. Mm. It's not outside in because outside it doesn't work that way. Yeah, so a lot of philosophies like Buddhism, right? They yes. have been going, uh, they have been going on about it for thousands, thousands of years. years, thousands and thousands of years. Yes. You know, it's really not about what goes on outside of you. Yes. Yeah. So if you can master your mind, which I really think is the meaning of life, lah. Yes. Gaining <laughs> mastery over yourself. Nothing else that is important. Mm-hmm. Then life becomes easy. Yes. Let it be simple. Let it be easy. Yeah. You know. But um. Yeah. But what what can we do about about it? I think. There, are, there is a lot that we can do. Mm-hmm. So meditation is one of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, meditation really is just another word for uh, being aware of what yes. you're thinking about. Yes, being the watcher. Yes. So, watching your brain, watching your decisions, instead of letting it run like life by default and you know just reacting, you are intentional. And sometimes you watch your idiosyncrasies as well. As you are doing it, you go exactly. like, oh my God, I just did that. Oh my, this is so weird. And you watch yourself do certain things. Yeah, so you, I think you realise that actually you can watch yourself. Yes, you and you are, are not, not just brain. the thinker. Yes, you are not your brain. You are not your mind. Guess who is using the brain? When you don't know that... Okay, if you are not aware, then you are your brain and you are mind. And you think that yes. that's everything, is controlling everything. But when you're watching your brain and your mind and you go like, oh my God, what dimension am I in now? Yeah. You know, yeah. there's someone powering and you can decide how you want to use your brain. Yes. Yeah. Totally. And I think that really helps you to decouple yourself from your feelings as well. Correct. Because you know, your, you have thoughts, right? right? Your thoughts lead to feelings. Right. And you begin to identify yourself totally with your feelings. And you think yes. that I'm my feelings. When I'm angry, yeah, I am angry. Feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think when you learn to meditate or when you learn to look at your mind, you, you realize that 
Yeah, so I'm angry. That's a feeling, mm-hmm. but that's not me. Mm-hmm. I can be an observer mm-hmm. and I can take one step back. Yes, you can say I am feeling anger, but I am I am not angry. Yes. I'm feeling anger at this moment. Yes, so this that is, is really fundamental, that's I think. That's a powerful distinction. It is. So that is another topic that I'm super interested in, <laughs> you know, about the mind, about meditation. Oh, I love this. Yeah, oh, about the so things that we can do. Mm-hmm. We are not helpless, I think. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, okay, love, just my mind. And I will just forever be a slave to my feelings mm-hmm. and everything that I think about. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. there are a lot of practices that we can do and our minds can change. Mm-hmm. So I think there's hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> especially when um, I don't know like if you are a very unhappy person and you think that there is no way out I'll always be a super unhappy person I think there is a way out there mm-hmm. is hope because mm-hmm. there are a lot of things that you can do when you really take time to know your own mind mm-hmm. yeah so if you're an unhappy person you have to first be aware I know that you. a lot of people might hate me for saying this and there's always a lot of pushback when I coach clients about their beliefs, right? And I have to do a lot of this kind of shit work myself as well. It's when you, you believe that you're such an unhappy person and the world is such an unhappy place, you start to think that, that those are facts, but it's not. I must tell you that those is the dra- that's the drama. That's the, the, the thoughts and opinions that cannot be proven in the court of law. Again, you have mm. chosen to believe in that due to your conditioning, due to your experiences. Yeah, but from today, you can actively decide, decide to decide, you know, that you can take control of your mind and have practice mental hygiene. So again, practice, practice, practice. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to go on for the rest of our lives. Yes, it is a lifelong pursuit. But it is the best thing that we can do for ourselves. Yes. There's nothing else that is important. Yes, there's nothing else as important as taking care of your mental well-being. Yeah, right? really. Yeah. So, I mean, the worst thing is to be healthy physically and to have a like a, a you know, a mind that is breaking down. Exactly. I can't think of anything worse than exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, I think that, you know, they say that the human body is a vessel for us to experience the human experience. And I think that it that's why we have to acknowledge the fact that experiencing the human experience uh, um, part of it is um, uh, managing the bad things that's going to happen in our life, the 50%, mm. right? So like I say, that's why I spend so much of my time now trying to understand that when shit hits the fan, what do you do? Mm. What can you do? And, and there is a lot. Yeah, and, and that when I don't um, do anything about it, this is what I used to. I, that's what I used to spend my last 30 years doing yeah you know when i don't manage it this is how i react and yeah and then things get worse yes they manifest right in illnesses and yes mental breakdowns yes. you name it yes so guys there is a better way yeah okay and let it be easy <laughs> chill yeah okay so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode it's meaty like i said and i think this is going to be one of our cornerstone i think that was episodes. actually pretty useful mm. you know i like that it's actionable so. yes yeah, so, I mean, listen to it a few times. Listen to it a few times. I'm going to listen <laughs> I got it to a bit, I got a bit lost in the middle. I was like, yeah. that was a pretty long sentence, huh? Yeah, a mouthful, right, that one. Yeah. I don't even know what I say anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I get so into like a trance, you know. Like, like a, a zone, huh? Yeah, flow. I don't even know what I'm saying until I replay back and I go like, holy shit, that was good, man, then. Wow. You know? Yeah, I go like, oh my God, that makes sense. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, like hit it out of the park. Well, it's like the you became like a vessel. Yeah, and you know the, what the, the, the spirit is. You know what I love about podcasts is that once you record it, right, it's for posterity. And sometimes, you know, when I coach my clients, you coach ten clients and you say the same thing. 
repeated over and over and over again. So oh. I think now I can just refer them. <laughs> so <laughs> go and listen to episode yeah, 10. Listen to episode 10. Okay, then if you have other further queries, come to me. Yeah. Yeah, I love that we can do that now. Ooh, I love <laughs> All right, so we're going to wrap up with two songs as usual. Okay. Mm, so Shall I go first? Yes, you go first. So my song is <laughs> um, a crazy fun song. Mm-hmm. It has no lyrics. Mm-hmm. There's only one word in this song. No. The song, I mean, just don't take yourself so seriously, I mm-hmm. guess. The song is about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so enjoy the song and um, maybe next episode we can sing it together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I kind of know what song it is because <laughs> she's been singing it. Um, and my song is... Um, when I found this song yesterday, um, I was choosing songs and when I came across it in the library, it's a, it's a song that I used to love and I've forgotten all about it because you know why? There's so many songs these days, you know, every day got new releases. So I forgot about this song. It's a song that everybody knows, okay? It's uh, like um, like a nursery tune and it's, it's like a Disney tune. No, no, no. But it's a song that everybody knows, but it's got a new spin to it. curious. Yeah, it's a new spin to it. And when I heard it again yesterday, with fresh pair of ears, I felt so exhilarated and excited for everybody to listen to it. And I knew that we were going to do an amazing recording for this episode because there's so much I want to say and so much I want to put out and so many people I want to help with this episode. Yes. And I know that we're going to hit it out of the ballpark and uh, hit it out of the ballpark. Hit it <laughs> off the park. I the, don't know. I'm, hit it out of the ballpark. Correct, huh? I don't know. Uh, my brain is not working. I need more coffee. Yeah. yeah, but when I was listening to that song yesterday, I got so excited and I, I told Kenji again, my friend, I said, oh my God, I am so loving this podcast. Mm. I'm like, I, this is- this Are you is, crying? No, I'm not now. <laughs> but I was I was really in tears yesterday when I listened to the song, even though it's a happy song, it's very happy. Yeah. But I have so much joy in doing this and I, I just feel so connected and so excited about putting this episode out. Yay. Yeah, in fact, I wish that episode <laughs> 10 can jump the queue and be episode nine, but no, 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 no. Actually, cannot. No, 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 no. I think that's a sequence. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, guys, enjoy the song. Do you have any parting words for people? Um. Parting words, ah. Yeah. Mm, I think what I want to say is that I love everyone who listens to this podcast. We love you. If yeah. nobody has told you that, we love you. We love you. Yeah. And yeah. You I are think, amazing. Okay. You are amazing. You're beautiful. Whoever yeah. you are. And life can be amazing. Yes. It can. Yeah. If we know our minds. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, guys, have a beautiful, beautiful week. Enjoy the two songs we have programmed for you. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
時は21世紀宇宙時代さてその頃地球では「
Hey, we hope you enjoyed this episode and found it useful in helping you to manage your worries and anxiety. If you would like to go deeper and have more support, please go check out howtofeelbetter.co. That's howtofeelbetter.co to see how we can work together on a one-on-one basis. We have created this special offering just for our podcast listeners because we love you. So if something is worrying or troubling you right now, or if you feel stuck, here's your chance to bring some relief to that. All right? So please check us out at howtofeelbetter.co. You can also find us on litolabs.com, L-I-T-O-L-A-B-S.com. Rebecca is on Instagram at Rebecca underscore Toe. And Dan is at Happy Danny Bunny. Talk to you next week. Bye.